Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com. Awards. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Patreon podcast. It's the podcast where we talk about the weirdest and most entertaining news stories from around the world each week. I'm your host, Donkey Teeth. Today, we're lucky to be joined by a man who made a name for himself back in the early 90s as Hulk Hogan's personal assistant. Gray Albright, (laughs) welcome to the show. Tell us, what was it like washing the Hulk's leotard for all those years? (laughs) Um, Very elastic. He seems like a, a good guy. I, I, I bet he treated you well. Yeah, yeah. No, he only, he only dropped the N word like a few times. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're writing a book on this on your experiences. Yeah, yeah. It's called He Only Dropped the N Word a Few Times. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a bestseller, I'm sure. Great. We've got uh, somebody that you know very well from your time as a, a groupie with the wwe this guy he held the wwe belt for the better part of a decade before he was banned for using performance enhancing burritos it was a common thing back in the 90s please welcome to the show billy the big bully hurley what's happening champ big bullies in the house i'm ready to just stuff you both into a locker and call it a day and just hang up the phone what's up bully what's up hey, by the way uh it's great to, you ever you ever hold a belt Oh, it's nice. <laughs> I uh, I actually I I wrote for the WWE for a brief uh, period of time, and uh, we'll we won't go into the uh, we won't go into the logistics and all the uh, the fun that was had uh, uh, in detail. But the one thing that I do remember very distinctly was being called into Stephanie McMahon's office, 
and being asked a question regarding uh, a storyline with two wrestlers, and I had no idea what she was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like we could do a whole show on this. Yeah, for a good 20-minute conversation. She was talking about someone, and I was like, I really don't know what she's saying. Why did she call you? It's like, she's like, we need, a, we need to call him Gray. <laughs> He'll solve she this was, problem. Well, as... Actually, there is a reason that I, I found out after the fact was that like she with new hires, she does a like she quizzes them to try and figure out if they know like the storylines and the actors. I mean, <laughs> excuse me, the wrestlers. <laughs> and um, it's kind of like a, a soap opera. Like there's so much like history between the two, like between wrestlers. And you got to know, like. If, if you're going to pit two guys against each other, you have to know, like, their backstory. Um, anyway, long story short, I didn't know anything. Was so this like, was ah. essentially a test, and you failed miserably? <laughs> I failed so bad. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is pretty much like uh, the, the entire 20 minutes I was in her office. She'd ask me a uh, long, convoluted question about two wrestlers, and then I would be like, yeah, 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 no, totally. So is that really Andre the Giant's boot in the waiting room? <laughs> <laughs> and she'd be like, yeah, the one in the glass case, yeah, that was uh, – uh, he uh, when uh, when he passed away, we got that from his estate. So anyway, so these two wrestlers are – and I'm like, really? Wow. So you got his – what? Where? Yeah, classic stalling techniques. <laughs> yeah. They use on this so, podcast so what you did. She got a phone call. And, uh, yeah, that lasted about two weeks until I was fired. <laughs> that was my next question. So so your entire career as WWE writer was about two, three weeks? Yeah, r- roughly. R- roughly. <laughs> Very rough. The roughest experience. Very, actually, it, was, uh, it wasn't as rough as uh the as i pretended it was <laughs> just in the spirit of professional wrestling i pretended it was much rougher than it was yeah uh, i remember when i got hired at Razball, uh, <laughs> you, you brought me in and i had to learn, i had to tell you about the colorado rockies middle relief uh and then i also had to uh like name uh the wackiest uh, mascot i could think of <laughs> yeah you got half of it right yes <laughs> billy he quizzes me weekly on glossary terms it's yeah. tough yeah it's it's an actual book now that you can what do you mean? what do you mean <laughs> ticker shock and box scare are the same thing get out of here you got Root. two weeks here on rasball you're lucky you're lucky i don't pay you to begin with so i can't fire you <laughs> Get out of my non-office. Get out of, get out of my Skype call. Get out of, get out of the Zoom. Uh, yeah, I, yeah I, see, I feel like those three weeks that you uh, wrote for the WWE, we could do like several shows on what happened to you in those three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, yeah, there is, a, there is a lot of stuff going. I mean, just the fact that I was, that not only was I living in Stanford, Connecticut, but they put everyone up in Stanford, Connecticut. I was like... Really? This is where we are? Stanford, Connecticut? This is awful. What's that <laughs> big What year was that, Gray? Like who was their big star? Oh man. It was uh it was like oh oh four. <laughs> it was a while ago. Jesus Christ. Was that like Stone Cold Steve Austin or was that a little after that? Yeah, it was like the Rock? no. Uh, I he was like I, I think he was like wrestler uh, uh, emeritus. <laughs> 
at that point. Like he would come on for uh, like a SmackDown or two, like once every couple months, and just like drink a beer and talk shit. But he was he was. I don't think he was really wrestling anymore at that point. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I. I was in charge of the. I was in charge of someone called the Rooster. <laughs> <laughs> just take care of the Rooster, man. <laughs> yeah. No, it was like. Uh, it was like. Um, it was like this guy. Uh, he would like. He he dressed up like. Was, did he dress up like? He dressed up like a rooster, but it wasn't really. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. <laughs> but he wasn't really still with the uh, the team. Like he was like in the minor leagues of the WWE. So they were like, we're trying to get the rooster back in. <laughs> and I had to figure out ways to get. Like it was all very very. Um, <laughs> it was like a logic problem. <laughs> More than writing. <laughs> It was really, it was actually really funny. Every day, uh, every day I would, I would just laugh. I would call my manager and just laugh. Like I really lost. (laughs) I just imagine, I imagine your guy in a rooster suit being like, "Gray, you got to get me in, man. You got, you just, you got to find a way." (laughs) Yeah, and I'd be like Terry. His name, his name is Terry. I'd be like Terry. I don't. I don't know if there's room for the rooster in today's WWE. I just imagine the rock just just pummeling that guy. <laughs> hey, 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 um, Greg, can I see you in the office? Yeah, yeah, sure. What's going on, uh, Stephanie? How you doing? Oh, good. So have you figured out ways to work the rooster in today's So let me get this straight. Andre Giant's boot is just in a glass case in your waiting room. Like that's yeah. so great. <laughs> it was so bad. It was real. And then, and then honestly, when I finally got fired, I remember thinking because like my um, like to get the job, you had to write like a uh, a, a speculative um, script for like two wrestlers. And I remember thinking it was like my speculative script was uh it was uh J- jbl <laughs> this is really corny but jbl one of the wrestlers who was in there at the time was like he was like a commenter slash wrestler uh, he was like he was the the uh, i'm fake rich guy of that time anyway <laughs> my whole thing was like he was doing and it was also like around the same time as um uh, steroids were a big thing in the major leagues. So I was like, I did a storyline for my spec script that I sent them. And it was a, uh, it was basically JBL was, uh, administering steroids tests to all the wrestlers. <laughs> it was like, it was like, this is, you hired me for nonsense guys. I mean, I, of course you're not going to do a steroid story. You know, I don't know any of this shit. <laughs> I, I kind of want to see a rooster fight another rooster. Did that ever come up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. What, I mean, what is the rooster testing for? <laughs> growth hormones? Like, what? I mean, roosters need growth hormones to grow, right? I don't know. It was bad. That's I a bad, bad choice. I, you ever try to pick up a steel chair as a rooster? It's very difficult. <laughs> steel chairs. I know. Oh, my God. I was so out of place. Anyway, fun times. Uh, Donkey, what are we doing here? I, I think we're just talking about wrestling for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember JBL? 
Don't, I don't know, JBL. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I, I guess you uh, – it, it, his name was JBL. <laughs> this is 17 years ago. Uh, yeah, John Layfield. Yeah, JBL. Uh, I just Googled it. <laughs> I looked He's... up the rooster for sure. But he also went by Red Rooster, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was – he, no, he wasn't ever going to work his way in. Oh, I think he's in Times Square <laughs> when right now. The, when they give you, when they assign you as a wrestler, if any wrestlers are listening, if they assign you the new kid who is making steroid storylines in wrestling, you're not going to get worked into a story. Also, always avoid the writer who keeps asking about Andre the Giant's boot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. on day fourteen. You're like, is that really the boot? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it's really the fucking boot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're right. the one. You introduced us with the wrestling. Side. I can't believe that I had no idea about your uh, your background as a writer. So, oh one, yeah, one luck, yeah. Luck. yeah, old old stories. Okay, all right. So our first uh, actual story here this week is about a father. <laughs> who he got to the last uh, child support payment for his daughter and decided oh, nice. to, yeah, he decided to make this last payment with 80,000 pennies, which he dumped on his daughter's lawn. Billy, <laughs> you went out there and uh, you got the scoop on the story for us, right? Yeah, boy, the, the asshole of the year awards get earlier and earlier every year, don't they? <laughs> Billy, Billy went out to, to get the scoop on the story and he just happens to have two very jingly pockets right now <laughs> yeah yeah it's a hard thing to and by the way it's really annoying at the airport to, to put those in the tray yeah. <laughs> wait so wait so he i, I mean he, i understand he wanted be, he wanted to be a uh he wanted hey ha, by the way happy belated father's day <laughs> right <laughs> i mean this is very sweet but um what i don't get is why did the dad dump eighty thousand pennies on his daughter's lawn for the final child support, why not on the ex-wife's lawn? Right. It takes a special kind of lowlife to give away $80,000 and still be kind of a huge jerk. I just, also, I, I'm surprised. So is it June? Well, I guess it's July now. So Father of the Year awards are given out in June every year? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. I, mean, I don't know. I don't yeah, know how I these you things don't know work. That, no. Yeah, I oh, I guess with uh, Father's Day that makes sense actually. So um, no, he did not. This guy did not win. To be clear, he came in exact last place. <laughs> right every single eligible person, this guy came in dead last. <laughs> Except the uh, the the first uh, the the people who came in one through fifty all didn't they didn't come to accept the award or they got they got eliminated. <laughs> For some reason, they 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 were found to be uh, cheating or something. Yeah. <laughs> they got eliminated. Hey, donkey. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Moving on, donkey. Question: oh, Eighty thousand yeah. pennies. How many dollars is that? Yeah, I think Billy just said it was eighty thousand dollars. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> what? No, it's not eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's what Billy said. But no, I mean, no, really... no, 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 donkey. On this podcast, we don't put down other people. How many pennies is that? <laughs> uh, you know, better question, Gray. How many Dogecoin is it? Uh, That's how we're valuing 80, things now. Uh, I would say 80,000. That's <laughs> would, a lot cleaner of a situation. I would guess 
a penny for a Dogecoin. I don't know, though. I, I Honestly, I don't know where uh, the Dogecoin uh, price is at right now. Anyway, okay, 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 okay. Donkey, do you have pennies in your pocket? I'm going to guess how many pennies are in Donkey's pocket. This is a game show. <laughs> this is a game show I call What's in Donkey's Pockets, okay? All right, here we go. Three pennies. <laughs> Am I right, Donkey? No, no pennies, no pennies. Oh, don't, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Four pennies. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's in Donkey's pockets? I'm getting a, a vibe. Do you have an avocado in your pockets? No avocado. Do you have, no do avocado. You have an avocado? Sharpie to write your name on the avocado? No. Uh, Band-Aid to keep the uh, to hold the pit of the avocado in place after you cut it in half. I don't I don't have one of those either. We all, a, I mean, it's a clear. lime, a lime for the avocado. Do you have a fake avocado in case someone tries to rob you of your real avocado? That's not an avocado. Ah, my God! What is it? What is in your pockets? A little tiny spoon to get out the avocado meat. There's no avocado, so you're kind of getting uh, further away. A little tiny plastic avocado that you use on your doll set? This feels like a congressional hearing. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recall. I don't recall what's in my pockets. Uh, but it's it's clear that Donkey wears he wears a wrestling leotard, which obviously doesn't have pockets. We, right. we know a, this. It's Rasball. It's got Rasball logo on it. You can purchase your own over at uh, leotard.rasball.com. Yep. I'm actually I'm gonna be I'm rolling up eighty thousand pennies as we do this podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're always multitasking when you do this. <laughs> you're always doing your banking. <laughs> uh, so guys, I want to clarify something here. I don't know why Fox News chose this headline that you pointed out because I think we all had the same question: Why is he dumping it on his daughter's lawn? It actually was the ex-wife's lawn. The daughter just happens to live with the ex-wife, uh, but. Funny thing here, he actually rented a trailer, put the eighty thousand pennies in it, and then dumped them out of the trailer. So he really, he really went over and above. So he, okay, well, I, I'm, this opens up a lot of more questions, to be honest. So he counted out eighty thousand pennies. How long did that take? And then the uh, the daughter counted out eighty thousand pennies to know he gave her eighty thousand pennies. Or did he not count the 80,000 pennies and then he dumped them and then the ex and the daughter just counted out the 80,000. So that's how they found out it was 80,000. And then he was like, oh, huh, it was 80,000. I thought it was like 70. Yeah. And it, to make it even more confusing, Gray, people <laughs> were trying to help and then people were taking a penny and then leaving a penny. So it got it got very confusing and there was lots to keep track of. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> and hey, listen to this. This is amazing. Okay, so this is okay. So this is an actual comment on the article. This is a. I'm doing news reporting myself, uh, guys. Okay, here's an actual comment on the article. Women are more likely to be accepted into higher-paid positions when given similar portfolios. There is no reason that a majority of child support should be going to women, and that men shouldn't be allowed to see their kids. <laughs> so that's yeah. the. So that is obviously the dad is commenting on his own article. <laughs> I can almost I can almost hear the jangling of pennies as the person writes this. <laughs> commented on you know he's commented on this you know he's like if he's petty enough to drop eighty thousand pennies on his ex's lawn then you know he's petty enough to go around to every article on the internet about him and be like 
well, you know what? I don't think women should get any. <laughs> yeah, zero likes. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of a cool way, though, like to show that you're loaded. I think more people should just leave currency on their lawn. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's also, it would be a lot, if you think about it too, like, it would be a lot harder to rob anyone if you were like, oh man, check out that guy's house. Wow. Look at it. It's a beautiful house. He's got a Mercedes in the driveway. He must have all kinds of money inside uh, that house. Let's go rob him. And then they go inside and there's like 5.6 million pennies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How do you, how do we rob all these That's pennies? That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we'll one you, bag. You only, like if you went to the uh, the bank and you're like, hey, what's going on? I'm Jeff Bezos. Hey, what's up, Jeff Bezos? Yeah, I want to uh, cash this billion dollar check, but I want all pennies. <laughs> yeah. I you know I was um I feel really bad for the mother and daughter and I, I want to support them, but I was behind them at Coinstar at the Coinstar machine and it, <laughs> it was very annoying. It took a took a long time for me to have my turn. Hey, when you're in a coin star, do you ever make a wish? <laughs> yeah, of course I do. <laughs> I make a lot of wishes when I go to coin star. Yeah, so do I. I actually i I don't even go to the coin star. I just stand at the very edge where the the uh, where the guy is like bagging my groceries, and then I just look at coin star and I silently make a wish. <laughs> We're just like winking at the, uh, at the coin star machine? <laughs> sir, sir, are you winking at me? No, not you. I'm winking at Coinstar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure, sure, buddy. Get out of here. Is, is Coinstar like a genie? Did I miss that memo? <laughs> oh, my God. What? Donkey doesn't know a like Coinstar. Hey, Donkey, why don't you leave your house once in a while, eh? <laughs> it's been six years since I've been out of the house. You got your family? Hey, hey, donkey! I got a question for you. Why don't you leave your house? Well, you don't know about you know about the uh, conspiracy <laughs> going on out there. It sounds like a trap, like raised right outside. Why don't you leave your house, Donna? <laughs> hey, donkey! Why don't you go outside? Hey, there's a lot of pennies on your lawn, donks. Why don't you come check it out? I don't have enough tin foil to protect myself. Hey, so seriously though, has anyone ever uh, filled up an entire room in their house with pennies, or just me? Who hasn't? Yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been doing for the past six years in here. Well, that's what um, rich people use for ball pits for like the kid. Well, those are gold. Those are uh, gold coins. Gold oh my coins, god, yeah. the smell. Even yeah. if, you, if you just hold like if you hold pennies like you just hold take the four pennies out of your pocket donkey and hold them <laughs> in your hand for like five minutes they will smell so bad it'll be like uh no that's the avocado the other pocket the other pocket donkey. <laughs> what is what's this little spoon where did this come from <laughs> oh my god i love donkey i would make out with you right now if we were in the same room yeah i don't I leave would, my house i would so. i would lick your ear <laughs> <laughs> I would jump on your arm and just like start petting you. I love donkey. God damn it, uh, Billy! Can you clip that uh, that audio there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna just make this. Just look that over and over. Yeah. Yeah. All right, stop playing around. Let's move on. Come on, what are we doing? Let's go. Uh, okay, yeah, we, I'm, you're right, Grant. I'm sorry. We got a lot of very serious stories to get through this week. Next one is about a couple that. Uh, they decided to handcuff themselves together for 123 days. 
Who would have thought it didn't work out well and they broke up, huh, Billy? Yeah, this is probably the only way you can't spice things up with handcuffs. I feel like. I have a, so I got a couple of thoughts here, as usual. <laughs> so this couple breaks up after being handcuffed together for 123 days, right? So everyone knows when you're, I mean, any, uh, I mean, let's be honest. We've all broken up with a, uh, a significant other before. Maybe not you, Donkey, because, you know, <laughs> I don't know, because you're so fucking lovable. But anyway, I, I've broken up before with other people. But we always know that there's, like, you break up, and then you kind of, like, try and make it work. And then you break up again, and then you're like, oh, maybe you like, go back. And you're like, so baby, fun. I got to move to Stanford, Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to work for the rooster. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the Louisiana hot sauce? No, it's not important. We're breaking up. It's anyway. a guy in a rooster suit. <laughs> it's a guy in, in spandex dressed as a rooster. You wouldn't understand. You never okay. listen. <laughs> you don't listen to me. Okay. So anyway, so we break up. We break up. We get we back up there. We get there together. We break up. We get back together. Ah, da, 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 on and on and on. But when you're handcuffed together, what do you do? You just break up and just like you know what? <laughs> this is not working. Or do you break up and then, like, stay handcuffed together for a couple of days and then say it's not working? Like, how does it work, Donkey? Explain. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I think the handcuffs, they really – at that point, after you've been handcuffed together for 123 days, there's no going back. You know, it's – you mm. never want to see that person ever again. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. And what about when you're uh... – when, when they're shitting and, and wiping, uh, how does that work when you're handcuffed together? You know, I think that depends on which hands are handcuffed. Mm. And so they're so they're shitting together. Oh yeah, definitely. And so you, they have, I believe you they have, have a bathroom with two toilets next to each other. Yeah, this is a special case. So this this couple did. I did a little bit of research on this, and one of them, whoever was the left hand, they, because they used the right hand for eating, they would be the wiper. Whoever had the oh. left hand open, yeah. Oh, that's that's smart. Mm -hmm. That's like a, a Hindu, I think. Right, exactly. Mm. This is why you always handcuff yourself to your bros. <laughs> that's the better option. <laughs> yeah, for 123 days. That's, yeah. That's how we should do a podcast where we're handcuffed together for 123 days. Donkey, you in or what? Yeah, it just have to be at my house. <laughs> I do sort of feel like a, a podcast, a weekly podcast, is the lightest of handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like those handcuffs with like the fur on them. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> it's, it's nice. Like, <laughs> it's a comfortable handcuff. Yeah, yeah we, got, we, we got Billy and Velvet handcuffs. Yeah, you, <laughs> our, our listeners can't see, but they're very nice velvet handcuffs. <laughs> the uh, the picture in this uh, for people. Uh, Donkey will put the link in the uh, in the in the show description for uh, for people. So uh, anyway, the picture at the bottom of this article it looks kind of like a ball sack, doesn't it? What does the uh, when it, when they're un, when they're finally like uh, when they're taking the wire clip when they're taking the wire cutters to get the handcuffs off? By the way, I mean wire cutters. You don't you you lost the key. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Any, anyway, uh, it's irrelevant, I guess. <laughs> But doesn't like the hand there look like a ball sack? And then there's like 
nail polish. This is all very. It's all. I, maybe I'm seeing ball sacks where they're yeah, not. I think you see a lot sacks. of ball sacks where there's not. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I I have that. I, I have that ball ball psychiasi. Ball yeah. psychiasi. We won't make fun of it because it's a serious condition. It is. I uh, I I feel. But sometimes I'm like ball psychiasi. Is that a Excuse me, sir. Could you put away your ball sack? And he's like, "What? What? This is this sugar I'm putting into my coffee. What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Uh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry." <laughs> I mean, every marriage counselor I've been to has said like the same thing, where it's like, "Cause race relationships are rocky." Uh, What's about that ball, about ball sacks? Or? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You, you, <laughs> You gotta, you gotta to really test the relationship. You need to chain the other person to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> also, if you look at this picture, I'm obsessed with this picture for some reason. But if you look at this picture, who, who was the guy who did the wire cutters, right? I mean, like, was that like a marriage counselor, or was that like uh, someone who was uh, unqualified? He uh, looks. I don't. Great. I'm not sure which one you're looking at because there's like a close up and then the one all the way at the bottom. You can actually see the guy. He looks very official. He's wearing a vest, and I'm most uh, impressed by the size of these these bolt cutters. They're like they're like a serious tool. Oh, I didn't see the I didn't see the wide angle shot. Yeah. I was looking. See, I was looking at the telephoto, and I was like, wow, this is a up close shot. It looks like a ball sack. But then when you pull back, you do see it is a hand. I mean, it's not a, it's not, it's not his testicles. Yeah, and he looks that, official, right? Yeah, yeah. And also, like, he I mean, looks he like does, a serious tool. Yeah. yeah, he looks like he looks official, but he also looks like he would. He's been married a few times, and he wouldn't really know whether or not to say these handcuffs should come off. <laughs> I think too, that shows you like when you handcuff yourself to your significant other, you even start to hate their hands. <laughs> like, yeah. My wife's knuckles are disgusting. Yeah. It's like, are you going to keep cracking your index finger knuckle? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. No, you did. I heard it. Yeah. It's <laughs> annoying. Yeah. Well, let's get the key. Let's end this thing right now. Uh, uh, I yeah. thought you had the key. <laughs> <laughs> this is why it'll never work with you. That was day like 93. <laughs> and then it took 30 days more to find, this find guy. someone with a vest and wire cutters. <laughs> this is should be a show on ABC, I feel like. Like 123 days yeah. chained to my partner. <laughs> Imagine if the uh, imagine if she if, if it was like you know what if the girl if the girl was saying to him like you know what you keep wanting us to break up fine let's bring in the wire cutters and then the guy comes in and he 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 cuts off the uh, handcuffs and then immediately the guy turns around and he's like hey uh, you want to handcuff yourself to me. <laughs> <laughs> to someone else and she's like this whole time we were handcuffed together and you were cheating on me like yeah you are a heavy sleeper yeah i mean that's it takes a special skill to be able to do that (laughs) where were you last night (laughs) hey hey uh hey hey you could you turn over on your on your left hand side (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, sure, but 
and put your have, headphones on. You don't have someone else in this bed right now, dude. <laughs> no, no. Are those a second pair of handcuffs? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's uh that's the kind of shit that you get into sometimes when you're just like not thinking straight and you're a guy. You're like, you know what? The testosterone's high, and I'm gonna handcuff myself to this girl, and then like. 20 days later, I'm going to handcuff myself to another girl. <laughs> Wait, where, where'd she come from? <laughs> and you're, so... Exactly. You're like, I don't know where this other girl came from. <laughs> like, I'm right here, dude. I am literally, I'm handcuffed to your other arm. Like, I don't know you. <laughs> By the way, if you guys fire me, I'm just going to handcuff myself to one of you. <laughs> handcuff yourself to a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> to your microphone. That you that you occasionally use. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what is it? Oh, wait, my is my audio bad? Oh, you're you're good, you're good. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Hey, donkey, let's move on, man. Story's dull. Uh, I thought it was a great story. Yeah, it was. Especially the the ball sack picture. <laughs> it does though. Like I don't know. People look at it. People who are listening right now. Like when you get done driving your car and listening to the Patreon podcast, is before you go into the restaurant where you're going to meet your significant other, look at the picture and tell me that's not a ball sack. <laughs> okay, next story, Gray. Enough okay. about the ball sack, okay? <laughs> There's a bar in Massachusetts. Uh, Billy, yeah. you're probably familiar Billy's, with Billy's this home. bar. Billy's yeah. hometown. Yeah. Billy's yeah. hometown. Probably Billy's home bar. Welcome. It's Monopoly night here in Worcester. <laughs> All right, everybody. How we doing? <laughs> Hey, you need uh, Donkey needs to set up the story first, Billy. Come yeah, on. Yeah, settle down, Mr. Worcester. Uh, <laughs> there's a Massachusetts bar that's uh, they're actually going to accept Monopoly money for a few hours. So, you know, Billy, I know that you went out and bought out all of the Monopoly money that you could find to get ready for this, right? Yeah, you know, this seemed like a really cool thing, and I was really ready to party. And then I didn't realize they poured all the beers into the little thimbles. <laughs> wasn't a good deal at all yeah i i honestly i i like i like the fact that this bar is trying to promote uh it's trying to promote itself by accepting monopoly money that's that's all fine and well and a great but i don't like the fact that donkey went there and got drunk instead of buying a house on boardwalk yeah, well, it was really embarrassing with Donks because he got so drunk they had to take him out in one of those little tiny wheelbarrows. Ah, he went, Donkey, get out, use your get out of jail free card. Great. <laughs> have you seen the housing prices on Boardwalk these days? It's the market is just crazy. <laughs> Donkey, what's what's wrong with your generation, huh? I, I I don't know where to start, Gray. Donkey. What's wrong with your generation? I want an answer. <laughs> the list is too long. I don't care if it's long. Write down your answer while Billy and I talk. Okay, I will submit a uh, explanation to you within the next uh, six months. Okay, okay. Remind me. When you submit it, remind me what you're submitting because I'm not going to remember <laughs> <laughs> oh man i really honestly though i can't believe you went and got a beer instead of getting a house on boardwalk i know Mess. you gotta think big picture man like even i oh. i was i had like one bush light but i was also just stacking a bunch of green houses and red apartments on the bar <laughs> yeah, yeah. So i made a lot of money i'm actually saving up for a hotel so <laughs> 
Are you, are you going to pay your water bill with your Monopoly money or are you going to buy beer? What are you going to do, Dom? I own huh? the water company, actually. <laughs> that was his pickup line at the bar. He was like, hey, uh, you know that water company? Hey. I own both hey. utilities, electric yeah, and water. Yeah, I own, I own the utilities. Yeah, that's mine. Hey, you, you ever uh, ride the train? <laughs> I have four trains. Hey. hey, hey, bartender. Shut off that water, unless you're gonna you want to owe me money. <laughs> Get the you you walk around with your little monopoly hat. <laughs> hey, hey man, I hey you want to you want to ride home? I own a train. By the way, you know who gets after it? The monopoly guy gets after it too. He gets after it, man. You know what? The monopoly guy gets after it. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> what does that mean? Gets after it. I, what, what is that like? He's I like, like drink. he's like got like, like he's stacking money in his pockets. What does that mean? Yeah, he likes to party. He makes he he's he's making it rain five hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew owning a hotel on Baltic Avenue would eventually yield me around at this bar? Yeah. Hey, hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Hey, ah, uh, yeah, no, I was drunk last night. I don't know how I ended up in this fucking prison, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm gonna call my attorney and I'm gonna see if he takes some monopoly money. All right, that's what I'm gonna say. Hey, get out of jail free. What's going on? Let me out. <laughs> I do have some of that free parking uh, stashed money. <laughs> do you think they have? Uh, do you think they accept? Uh, money from other games <laughs> or is it just <laughs> Monopoly are they like or like a piece of the hey I got a piece of the pie from Trivial Pursuit you, <laughs> hey, will you give me a Corona like, yes, go down the street go down to Boynton if you want to do that Oh, I had. Oh, do, oh, Billy. This is more for Billy. This is, uh, Billy is gonna be. Is, your mind's gonna blow. <laughs> hold on to your. Hey, hold on to your head because your mind's about to blow. Uh, the other day, uh, Coogs and I were playing a Trivial Pursuit, and I realized after decades, right, that it's Trivial Pursuit. Like, it's like not Trivia Pursuit, Trivial. Like, it's like unimportant. Like, they're, yeah. making, they're making a fool of us. Right. It's unimportant, yet we just played a two-hour game. <laughs> right? Like, what? I, and, yeah, and I made you cry for not knowing an answer. Right, because it's arts and entertainment. That's supposed to be the easy one. Yeah, yeah, and you're you're supposed to know the easy ones, and I made you cry, and it's all trivial. Yeah, even when you get, even when you win a trivia, trivia is the only thing you can win and still feel like a giant loser. You know, just because <laughs> you like you're old that. and you know you all the answers. That trivia. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Do you do that trivia uh, at the bar stuff? Do you do that? Yeah, I do, man. If you count bringing the paper up, I'm very valuable to a team. <laughs> Hey, that's very, a tough I'm, job. Always the, I'm always the bring the paper up guy. <laughs> hey, hey, here we go. Hey, uh, yeah, they, they, uh, my team was smart this round, and if they're dumb, I'm just bringing the paper up. I'm just the paper guy. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if it was sound of music or not. I'm just the paper guy. <laughs> By the way, are, did you and Coogs patch things up after that Trivial Pursuit game? Uh, no, we slept in separate rooms. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you need? You need some handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, we need handcuffs. Oh, well. You know what? Live and learn, man. Trivial, though. It's trivial. That's like, that's a blow. That, for all those years and years of me playing Trivia Pursuit, me thinking I was, like, pursuing something great, and it was all trivial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Those names are hey. Hey, excuse me, bartender. I got a I got a five hundred dollar bill for a uh, Sammy A, and I also have the sheet of the answers for my uh, trivia game. It's my table's answers. <laughs> but I almost got kicked out of the bar uh, that night. Did you guys hear about that? No, no, no. Tell us. Tell us. A, tell us a real story. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I almost got kicked out because I was being a wild man with donks. You know, we're like. Just kind of starting fights with people, being being reckless, and then I the know guy. It's not real because Donkey doesn't leave his house, so it's <laughs> wrong. It's not real. No, no, he he he. Uh, we got him out, and uh, the bouncer said, "You guys got to go. You got to get out of here." But guess what? I rolled doubles, so I got to stay. Isn't that cool? <laughs> that is pretty. That's pretty cool. That's a good. We got stay. lucky. We got lucky. That's a happy ending. I like that. Yeah. I uh I felt I I was gonna feel I my emotions were uh, te- were teetering on the edge I didn't know whether I was gonna be happy or sad but you went happy yeah yeah I generally go happy <laughs> yeah you went happy <laughs> I don't know I, I feel like I'm talking like Will Ferrell today yeah <laughs> I don't know I don't know what I'm doing uh, okay anyway Donkey hello are you hosting this thing yeah. what's going on yeah Greg I got a bone to pick with you I stayed at that uh, property of yours over there on Baltic Avenue and the place was a Real dump, bed bugs. <laughs> I want a refund. Oh man, I uh, yeah. The last person who this is this is this actually is a true story. The last person who wrote for Rasball who stayed with us uh, no longer writes for Rasball. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, JB. <laughs> Oh no! I remember the JV name. <laughs> and the and the person before that who stayed with us also no longer writes for Rasball. <laughs> Goodbye, Sky. Oh, what, what is it? Is it is it just you guys? Uh, the hospitality is an issue. No. Okay. So here's the thing. I'm like, I want to watch you have sex with Cougs. Now do it. <laughs> and they're like, huh? And I'm like, yeah, man. If you stay here, nothing's for free. <laughs> I think that's no. it. I think we found the problem. Oh, that, that was actually a 100% true story. No. <laughs> no, I, it, it was unrelated. Uh, Sky's actually – Sky's still friendly with Rasball, so I don't want to say anything bad about him. Uh, JB is not friendly with Rasball anymore, but that was a, uh, a separate story. Hey, anyway. <laughs> this is what you get with the Patreon. You get the, ju- the juicy deets. You do. You get these deets. Everyone wants deets. Everyone's like, hey, great. Give me the deets, and now you get them. Next week, we talk about Nick Capozzi. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Capozzi bought a van and had it painted Razzball on the side. No longer with Razzball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, uh, Billy and Gray and I are going to meet up to record the first ever live Patreon together uh, in January. And, it wants uh, to be so, the last show yeah, ever. You can expect uh, in February, Billy and I will be launching our new Patreon show with. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
uh, you know, it's all uh, unintended consequences. Yeah, I mean, I there is something if this trip is going to happen and it's all the way across the country, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do share my iPhone or whatever, uh, share, share share find my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. We should have a uh, we gotta have a live uh, episode of this Patreon podcast. Like have. Have our uh, listeners, have people come and, and be in the audience. I mean, that would be so much fun. You're talking about yeah, kids? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I was, I, I was, I'm sorry. It, it seemed like I was talking to you too, but yeah, no. It'd be nice to see if people are laughing. I think in the, in the meantime, I think you should, in the comments, uh, timestamp when you laughed and write, ha ha, if it's really funny, maybe do a bunch of ha's. Uh, if you don't like something, put the timestamp, say, this wasn't funny. Let's make this interactive. <laughs> yeah, please, please timestamp your laughs. For us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we go there. There's just nothing. It's like just nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, we tried, you know. Yeah. Oh well. What can What can you do, huh? All right, Donkey, move on before Guys, I, I, I cry. I don't know. We're like fringe here. If we've got time for another Fred Flintstone story here. Or if you just want to talk about uh, WWE wrestling for five minutes. Why? We're we're already we're out of time already. We're close. We're, we're probably about forty-five minutes. We we do one uh, more story. Uh, we'll squeeze it in here. Just you know, try not to talk too much about ball sex. All right, Gray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'll I'll try, but uh, it kind of looks like a ball sack. <laughs> okay, continue, uh, yeah. please. Don't- Yabba, Yabba Dabba dispute was solved. Fred Flintstone house can stay. Uh, the owner of a prehistoric looking house in a posh San Francisco suburb has settled a lawsuit with the town of Hillsboro. This was big uh, and great. It, it's kind of close to your neck of the woods. I know San Fran, a little bit north of you, but you, you uh, little did a little bit. research on this, right? <laughs> No, it would have made more economical sense to send me up there, but we send Billy from New York up to San Francisco. It's not really <laughs> that close, though. I mean, to be honest, it probably take Billy would probably get there before me if I was. Oh yeah, the traffic, there. right? I'm not driving, bro. I mean, I'm not, I'm not driving. Hey, hey, donkey, I'm not driving. I uh, I would probably fly if I was going to San Fran. It would take like 45 minutes. It's a it's like a it's like an eight hour drive. It's not I'm not doing it. Sorry. Um, but anyway, anywho, uh, this. Do you want to list more like, methods of transportation for yeah, our audience? Train. Yeah. What other? <laughs> I, did, I did buy a train at, at the Monopoly auction. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, so this house looks like uh, it, it doesn't – okay, so here's the, here's the deal because people – you know, Donkey reads a headline and people listening to this are probably like, what the fuck did he just say? So I'm going to explain it just a little bit further. So this person has built a house that looks like a Flintstones village up in San Francisco. And the neighbors were like, hey, fancy neighborhood, we want you to get rid of your Flintstone house because it's an eyesore. (laughs) And you probably are thinking, I know where Gray's going with this. He's gonna say, these neighbors are terrible. How could they do that? This person's got a, uh, a Flintstone house. Look at how sweet that is. But actually, it's a really ugly Flintstones house. It looks awful. I mean, it, it looks like <laughs> it looks like someone who built this has never seen the Flintstones, but they were told 
what the Flintstones look like, and they weren't able to actually like compare and contrast what they actually look like versus the description of them. <laughs> right? I mean, it's awful. Flintstone does not look. He doesn't look like Fred Flintstone at all. <laughs> I mean, uh, this isn't that much different than Christmas time when there's all this these uh, all these awful North Pole representations and Santa's sleigh and yeah, I don't know. Have you been to Diker Heights? I, I, <laughs> this is a real question. Have you been? No, to is Diker that where they do all the Christmas? I, I'd yeah. like to. Oh my god, maybe uh, maybe if we're home, maybe if Coogs and I are back in New York for the Christmas. Oh my god, every year my family goes to Diker Heights, and it's just like it's just a giant eyesore of Christmas, <laughs> and we just laugh at people. Um, we're all my whole family is kind of obnoxious anyway. But there's one, there's any, one you know, except for Coogs, who is like, oh, this is sweet. I'm like, it's yeah. not sweet. It's so ugly. Um, okay. So reading into the article because I'm a uh, uh, I'm a uh, a researcher. <laughs> yeah, I'm a smart person <laughs> who does news reading. Uh, so it says the Flintstone House architect. Um, William Nicholson was inspired. This is this is real. Was inspired by a visit to Istanbul's Blue Mosque. <laughs> you can't make it. <laughs> Dude, is he blind, bro? Is the guy who looked at a, a mosque in Turkey turns around and says, "Hey, I know how to do Fred Flintstone now." You're dumb. You're a dummy. <laughs> This is good news for me, though, because we all know that I have I've turned my Brooklyn apartment into a uh, a replica uh, and a dedication to um, two broke girls. So that's it's kind of nice. And now I feel like I can I can keep mine up. You have uh, do you have their uh, uh, their their diner or do you have like where they live? What what set do you have? as yeah, your <laughs> The apartment's in the front and then the diner, which is actually open. You guys can go there if you'd like and get some breakfast is uh, is in the back. And uh, I'll tell you what, the neighbors don't like it because, uh, you know, it's loud and it's fun, uh, just like the show. Right. But uh, you know what? This this case sets a nice precedent. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to. Do you have like a plaster of Paris, Jennifer Coolidge? <laughs> yes. Wait, you, so you, you've been OK. You've been here. Yeah, I went actually. She's I went, handcuffed to I my wrist right a, now. I went on like a a, a hidden New York uh, bus tour, and they took us there. I didn't realize it was your place. <laughs> yeah, you you didn't see me handcuffed to Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. Now that I think about it, you should be able to turn your house into a TV house. <laughs> you arrest her. You're arresting your head on her plaster of Paris. <laughs> boobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I and I remember thinking, wow, it, it must be like cr- crinkly. <laughs> it's not. It's it seems like it'd be too loud to sleep on plaster of Paris. But yeah. you were doing it. I did it, and you know, if the neighbors don't like it, that's that's not my problem. <laughs> uh, people were like, you know what the problem was in that place? Everything was too crinkly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that wasn't in the ad. <laughs> You don't see that on the first walk. I wasn't. I was on. I was on the bus tour, and 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 they were like, "Oh, this is gonna be your favorite stop for sure." And I was like, "Oh, cool. It's not crinkly, is it?" And they were like, mm, "Well, you'll see." <laughs> what? What does that mean? 
Yeah, it's hard to sleep in a crinkly apartment, you know? That's why I take the plastic off of my beds. Yeah. I don't even like crinkly fries. They're noisy. Those fries are noisy to me. Oh, my God. You ever rub two crinkle cut fries together and you're like, God damn it, stop making that noise. Oh, my God. It's the loudest and most annoying thing ever. That's why, that's why I go That's why I go steak fries. <laughs> they're, they're so quiet. Yeah, they're quiet. <laughs> Billy, I feel like Gray's being a little bit overly critical of this Flintstone house. I mean, crinkle, I crinkle, crinkle. I actually think it looks good. Yeah, I do too. I mean, the I, I get the Fred Flintstone. Uh, he doesn't look great. He, he looks a little bit weird, but the actual like house a looks A little cool. bit weird. <laughs> I mean, did you look at the other picture, Gray, the zoom out? It looks, looks pretty sharp. The zoom out. Oh, I keep forgetting to look at the zoom outs. Yeah, it's down below. Um, Donkey, what's your favorite cartoon? Can't say Flintstones. Mm, you know, I, I'm a big, big fan of Pinky and the Brain. Oh, okay, cool. Um, you watch so that one? these people, yeah, no, no, we're moving on now. Uh, so these people have uh, in their cabinets fruity pebbles. Am I right or am I not right? Or am I right, 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 right? He's wrong. <laughs> I, I've been to a party here. Did you guys know that? <laughs> was it crinkly? No, the food was. I'll tell you what, the food was terrible. Uh, the portions were okay. Very, very large cuts of meat. But <laughs> Oh, my God. It's like that old Jewish joke. Oh, the, por- the food's terrible, but the portions are great. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, okay. So, let's, let's be... Let's let's be real here. Does she even live here? I mean, this is this, okay. So backstory: the person who owns this house owned the San Francisco Examiner. <laughs> like, the, true. That's real. That's a real. That's a real tidbit. I'm giving you real. I'm giving you real stuff here. <laughs> so this person's got money. Do they really? Do, do they just have this to piss off the neighbors, or do they really live here? Uh, donkey. You answer first. <laughs> I think they live there. I think they live there. I wish that they would show us some pictures of the interior so we can get a better idea of, you know, the quality of construction on the Oh, inside. my God. Oh, my God. I just I just remembered something. Oh, my. I, I don't know how I forgot this, to be honest, but <laughs> this is kind of it's a weird thing to forget. I have a tattoo. I have one tattoo and the tattoo is of Bam Bam from the Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's right by, it's right above my crotch. <laughs> what? Great. Oh, please put your pants back on. We don't need to I see this. I swear to God. I swear to God. I was drunk and it was college and I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> well, like what? This is a great point. What if we, as your podcast neighbors, decided you got to get that. You got to remove that. That thing that you like that you've had your whole life. I wish. You got to laser that. <laughs> a laser. Help me find the money to laser it off of me. Yeah. If you give extra this month on Patreon, we will get that removed for you. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That would be a good. Next episode, we're going to have B-Don laser off my tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. You got to say what the heck happened before you got that tattoo. <laughs> I was college, man. I went... I was drunk and I went into a tattoo parlor and all my friends were getting tattoos. And I was like, oh, I kind of like the Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and they were, and I think I was like, I don't know, I was very impressionable. <laughs> no, I don't know, I don't know what, I don't know what drove me to the Bam Bam tattoo. But once I landed on Bam Bam, then everyone was like, oh, you got to put it right by your crotch. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't permanent, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, was Rudy so. with you for this? Yeah, yeah, Rudy, yeah, Rudy, Rudy's got a tattoo. <laughs> What he's, got, he's got he's got pebbles on the on, on the. On the... <laughs> he's got pebbles. <laughs> I hope he's got Dino. He's got a Superman. <laughs> Is that by his crotch also? Yes. <laughs> this tattoo artist had a long he's night. Like, and he's like, I'm the Man of Steel. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Bro, I'm Bam Bam. Get out of here. <laughs> What are we, what were we in college and also male porn stars? <laughs> it's kind of like a reverse tramp step. I don't know if you can say that anymore, yes. but yeah, no, I don't think you can. So you've been canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.